0: Alright y'all, this week I am chatting with the star of Say Yes to the Dress Atlanta, Lori Allen. And we're just talking about embracing the journey that life brings you on that you don't usually find the success you're looking for in your 30s. And just some encouragement for how to go after what you want in life no matter how old you are. and come hang out with me and a guest for the authentic conversations that you have been looking for. Lori,
1: hey, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to be here. So fun. Oh my gosh.
0: Two super Southern girls on this interview. People
1: are going to be twanging right along with us. Honey, won't they? They are going to be making it. fun of us.
0: <laughs> I think they're used to it if they listen normally so exactly. they'll be
1: fine they won't think we're from new york anyway mm-mm. no mm-mm. that mistake mm-mm. won't be made
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i'm so excited to get to have a conversation with you about your crazy amazing life and your book say yes to what's next you uh are on a incredibly well-known television show say yes to the Dress Atlanta. Yeah. And my people are very excited to hear from you as am I. So tell us just a little bit about yourself and, and what led to writing your book and sure. what your book's about.
1: Sure. Well, I've done Say Yes to the Dress Atlanta for 10 years. Can you believe I have filmed that show Oh for my gosh. Years? And, um, you know, when we started out, we thought, Oh, it'll be a few seasons, you know, and you know, move on. And in fact, I remember the very first day we filmed the owner of North South productions came down to our store and he said, Lori, now I don't want you to get disappointed because you're a very nice woman, which was very nice of him to say, he didn't catch Mm -hmm. me on a bad day that day, but he goes, (laughs) (laughs) he goes, you're a very nice woman. I don't want for you to be disappointed. He said like 95% of, first seasons of television shows don't make it to the second season.
0: Wow. Uh
1: And I looked at him and I said, but you've never done anything with me before. And you have no idea. I did, honey. It was the Southern. Good. I said, you have no idea how hard I work. And I will give this 110%. And I said, and I can guarantee you that I'm going to be the longest running television show that you have ever had. And guess he was right. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that so much. Not to let it fail. When he told me that, it made me even more stubborn. Oh, no. When you were like, hi, I'll see you in 10 years. Exactly. because I'm going to be the longest. You're going to be so sick of me that you can't even stand it. Yeah. Anyway. So we started filming. We've had a fabulous, been so blessed and had a fabulous time filming say yes to the dress Atlanta. It has been nothing but fun. Um, some of the brides and their entourages have been a bit testy, but one thing about it is we have remained true to our core values. Maddie and I are very best friends and you see that on the show. I love all the girls I work with. You can tell that on the show. We're a very tight, close knit group. And I think our, our honesty and our heart shows through so much on our show. And I think that's Mm -hmm. why it's been successful. Um, so really? to make a long story short, anyway, I had, let me turn off my phone. My mother's calling me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <You're good. laughs> that is so very Here's Southern Exactly. you. Mom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> southern. Anyway, exactly. Um, so to make a long story short on how I got started on this book. So I turned. 60 last year. You talk about like shocking when you turn 60. Like, you're like, what?
0: Well, we're recording on video, and I don't believe you.
1: Well, I am, honey. I can give you my (laughs) birth certificate. (laughs) And so I turned 60. And so suddenly, people are like, when are you going to retire? When are you getting ready to to close the store? Are you going to quit filming? You know, on and on and on. And I'm thinking, what? are you, why, first, why are you asking me this? Number one. Right. And number two, I've got a lot of life left to live and a lot of life in me. And you know, I feel like that I have more to do in this world and I love what I do. I have a complete passion for what I do. And mm-hmm. there's no way I'm ready to stop. So then I start looking at, you know, advertisements for women over 50, you know, and it's depends and it's right yeah aarp and the mother and the mother's got on this sweater and you know and the gray hair and she's looking all just like she just rolled out of the haystack and i'm right like, this is not right you know mm-hmm. and it just really fired me up and i got in the shower I'm washing my hair and i got madder and madder i got out of the shower called my daughter and i said i want to write a book and she's like okay <laughs> my daughter is okay. a marketing agency And I said, I'm coming up and we're locking ourselves in a room and I want to write a book. I want to start a rally, a rally cry. I can't talk a rally cry for women, for women to motivate themselves, you know, to live every last drop of this beautiful life that we have and Mm -hmm. to really take care of ourselves and to explore our passions. I want to motivate women. And really when I look back on it, mom's like, or my daughter Molly's like, mom, you've been doing that your whole life. Mm -hmm. You know, in the store, you've been motivating the bride, you've been motivating the mother of the bride, the mother of the groom, the aunt, whoever, I'm always Mm -hmm. like, you know, you're gonna be okay and she's great and you look wonderful. And it's a natural evolution for me.
0: And Mm -hmm. so,
1: I locked myself in a room with my daughter for three days and anyway, <laughs> we wrote up the proposal, sent it up to my agent, was bought in no time. So then, wow. yeah, we were thrilled to death. So, you know, it's always been a goal of mine. You know, like to set goals, it's always mm-hmm. been a goal of mine to have a, a book, but a mm-hmm. book that inspires other women. You know, I have had, I, my life has not always been easy. I've had breast cancer. Last season, if you saw last season, I fell flat on my face, slipped on the train of a bridal gown while we were filming mm-hmm. on a hardwood floor and the train matched the floor and I just smacked on my face. Mm-hmm. And it was tool with sequins underneath it and we were filming the opening and it just was left out. So anyway, I got on heels and a fitted skirt and just bam, broke both wrists, broke my nose, uh-huh, and three ribs. Mm-hmm. That was last April. Oh and, you know, but I, I'm i a fighter like so mm-hmm. many women out there are. You know, you've got to dig deep. You've got to have your faith. You've got to realize that you're going to get through this. And God's mm-hmm. going to guide you through this. So, mm-hmm. you know, I want to give that inspiration to others and show that our life's not always a bowl of cherries. It's not going to be. You know, no, Right. Well, and I
0: love it. It sounds like it's a, this book is a culmination of your, what your life has always been about. Yes. You know, and if, I mean, so if you just turned 60, that means that you started the show when you were 50. That's yes. amazing. Like, yes, you know yes. what I mean? There, I think that, so I'm 31 and I yes. think that there are so many people, my, or let's say women specifically my age who are, are, are starting a dream. And they think we, we think we should be, we should have arrived by now right but you You think we should like have it all figured out and like that that ain't gonna you get the pinnacle of our (laughs) career yeah and it's just it's so unrealistic and we do that to ourselves and you are walking talking proof that the best things could be 20 years away could totally be
1: i mean i really honestly did not i started my store right out of college but mm-hmm. it didn't take off till I was in my 40s, that's how long right. I worked at it, cultivating and switching things up and to get it going. But it really, really didn't take off until we started filming Say Yes, we were on national television and you know, and then it exploded and right. you know, so my best, you know, top years have been in my 50s when all I have had breast cancer and I have fallen on my face but so many good things have happened to me at that point Right. In time. And some of us, it does take a while to figure out what we wanna do. But my main thing here is that we have to always look back and be at peace and live our passion. And I think at this point in time, when life is so noisy around us and we've had all this COVID and don't go here and don't go there and wear a mask and be careful and you know, and life's been crazy. It's just a a great time to reflect you know, am I happy? Do I want to continue doing what I'm doing? Do I need to try something else? Do I need to take some classes? You never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. Well, and
0: so you started the store right out of, you know, right in your 20s. Yeah, but right out of college. Even when it got hard and even when it wasn't necessarily achieving the levels of success that you hoped it would, even when you were changing it up and pivoting, you still stuck with it. Yes. And I think that that can be, that's another disconnect for this generation. It, and I'm talking about yes, my own I generation know. Yeah, you're, is when things get hard, we think that it's not what we're supposed to be doing instead of having the perseverance exactly. to push through. Yeah, You know, I'm sure that there were a lot of times that you probably, you could have closed up shop.
1: Oh, and nobody would have cared because I had no cousins. Exactly. You know, exactly. Molly and I were talking about this. Now, my daughter's 37, and she said, Mom, the difference in you and then the difference in my generation now is we don't stick to things like that. We're, we're, we're the throwaway generation. We're going to yes. go here, and we're going to go there, and we're going to go here. And that's not always the best answer because I think if you feel like in your heart that it's right and that I really never doubted myself. Never. Mm-hmm. You know, there were times when I'm like, why am I doing this? And, you know, and, and I'm not making any money doing this. Thank God my husband had a good job. And, you know, <laughs> it, it, I'm barely paying for daycare and I'm guilty because I'm sending my children to daycare, which that's a whole nother 30 minutes we could spend.
0: That's on. a whole different podcast.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, exactly. I, can, I live that life, honey. Mm-hmm. And that's in the book, too. You know, how guilty we make ourselves as women. But anyway, it's so barely paying for daycare, but I stuck with it because it was my dream and I didn't want to give up. on. I was not going to give up on my dream. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I never would, never. It would not end up yeah. in
0: No, well, and I think, you know, there's obviously gray area. There are things that people, that women pursue, and they do get to a point where it's, it's, it's time for a change or this isn't what they were supposed to be doing. Right. But I think what you're saying that I, I when you said I never doubted myself, no. you know, when everybody in the room can be doubting you, you but yes. if you don't, if you know you're where you're supposed to be doing what you're supposed to be doing, even if you are not making, I mean, I've, and I've been there where you're making enough, enough money to pay for somebody else to watch your kids yep. barely, barely so that yep. you can keep chasing this dream. Yep that's, I think that's when
1: a lot of people give up. I, think I do. Guilt creeps in, doubt creeps in. Yes. But I feel like when you're following your passion, you're listening to your heart. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to your heart, you'll continue on. And that's yes. why I, how I want to motivate women, you know, to really look, take this time, because we're all at home more now. Lord, I'm sick of being at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But we're all at home We're now we are having more time here to just stop and have some silence and to listen to our heart. And what excites us, you know, do you get up for work every morning and are you excited about going to work? I am still in yeah. and I have lots yeah. of problems. Don't think that everything's a rose garden at bridal by Lori. It's not. We have, you know, things run late and so and so's changing the, you know, canceling their wedding and there's all kinds of things. But you know, in the core of it is, do you enjoy what you do?
0: Yes, and I think that that's another really important distinction is that it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows yes. and roses, there are going to be really hard days. There are going to be days where it feels like everything is stacked against you, yes, yeah. But what's there's that quote that's a bad day doesn't mean a bad
1: life, exactly, you know, it's just is it a, bad a bad day, day. right? Just a day, and you know. We also explore in the book marriage because you're going to have bad days in your marriage too. Yeah. And and I see the bride that obsesses over three beads loose on her bridal gown and she's putting on this huge theatrical production, you know, and is she focused on the marriage? The, The brides that come in. I just thrilled to death to get married she may be you know wearing her mother's veil or you know sewing a hanky in her skirt and she's just so happy to be ma- getting married you know i think she's the one that's got it right because she wants to get married it's not exactly. the theatrical production and exactly. so you know i see that we discuss that in the book we discuss parenting with children
0: okay So you know how I'm a huge fan of counseling, right? Well, I recently started working with a counselor at Faithful Counseling, and I knew I had to tell you about it. Faithful Counseling is an online Christian counseling network, and it's an incredible solution for people looking to find the help they need. I found the sign-up process to be really straightforward. You answer some questions, and you get matched with a counselor all within 24 hours. After that, you can log into your account at any time and message your counselor, plus scheduling weekly video or phone sessions. The extra bonus is that I found it to be really affordable, and they've extended a discount of 10% off of your first month. All you have to do is head to getfaithful.com slash crappychristian to join the other 500,000 people, myself included, who are taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Head to getfaithful.com slash Christian for 10% off your first month and to get started. Okay, let's get back to the show.
1: Mm-hmm. we you at little mm-hmm. ones now, right? What'd you say there? Yes, we're three and five. Okay, so you're at three and five. Mine are grown. So I've been mother of the bride and mother of the groom. You talk about hard, very difficult. We discuss all that and parenting our parents as they age, you know. Yeah, like I'm
0: sure you see, you know, you, you said earlier about it being the throwaway
1: generation
0: and that we have applied that to our marriages.
1: Totally. <laughs>
0: for sure. And so totally. I'm sure you probably have an eye for uh-huh. who's coming in. Uh-huh. Like what's, I, I can't, what's coming I in, I you know?
1: I Yeah, it, I do. I mean, I don't know that I'm always right, but sometimes right. I am. I see her, you know, and I feel bad. I see her right. two or three times sometimes, you know, and I do mm-hmm. feel bad for her. And, and sometimes I'll say, you know, I'm I'm really, really sorry. And she's like, well, you knew, didn't you? And I don't say anything. <laughs> I'm not wow. gonna say, you know, like, I mean, yeah. because, but you can tell, you, you can yeah, tell, can you know, when we get too obsessed with right. three beads, you know, right. there's something way more going on than three beads. Absolutely. And then, also in the book, we discuss self-care as the new black, you know, we need to touch on that. We need to touch on that for women that are in their twenties, late twenties with kids running around and we're, we're exhausted and we take no time for ourselves. I've been there. Mm-hmm. And then as we get, especially older, if you're trying to build something, yes, you're any working. time or energy that you would have to take care of yourself, you're funneling it's to out that the window, but do we right. feel good about ourselves? Because Mm -mm. feeling good about ourselves, you know, that's what's important. And as Mm -hmm. we get older, are we still taking, you know, taking time to take care of ourselves? You know, I see all the time the mom that comes in the store for her daughter and she's like, you get her whatever she wants. I want her to have the most fantastic dress. You just dress my baby you know I'm so proud and it's so sweet and you know Mm -hmm. you can tell she's you know maybe going over her budget or whatever but she does not care because she wants her baby to feel and look fantastic and then she goes down to get a dress for herself and where does she go the sale rack to find the cheapest dress she can possibly find why because she does not value herself you know, she's let herself where is she? You know, she herself has gotten all mixed up in her children and and her life and her, you know, and I'm
0: sure you see a ton of that.
1: I see it every day. Every day. And
0: so can you trace that so being a mom and being someone who has built a business, been a mother, then been a mother of the bride, can you trace that back to a decision that you make? in your earlier years that helps you not
1: get there I think I think you have to stop and we have to be vocal you know like me talking about this we don't discuss things like this much you know no we all just let ourselves go you know but we have to be vocal about it you know we do not need to feel guilty about taking time for ourselves you know no matter what it is whether you need to go get a massage whether you want to go get your hair done whatever you do whether you work out every single day or whatever you do to make yourself feel good, because you're going to be a much better wife, mom, absolutely employee, everything is going to feel more in-kilter. You know, yes. it's all going to lie. Put your your own oxygen mask on first. Exactly.
0: What they tell you on a plane exactly. crash, mm-hmm. it should apply to life. <laughs> exactly. Put yours <laughs> on first, girl. Put yours on first. Yeah. So you talk about, Shifting and pivoting, you talk about like when life throws you curveballs, taking care of yourself, you're yeah. there. Mare- I mean, you really like run the gamut on on life, and it's because you didn't feel like this existed for women in your stage of life.
1: Oh, not at all, not at all. I feel like no one addresses these issues. These mm-hmm. are issues fluffed under the rug. You know, we're all just supposed to, as women, take care of our children work our fingers to the bone and then go away, you know, no. you're like, I'm not going anywhere. Uh -uh. No. (laughs) And you know, I look at life and I I give this analogy in the book. I look at life as a cookie. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so when you have your children, you've still got at least half that cookie left. But when your children start getting grown, you maybe are down to three quarters of that cookie down. So this quarter you have left is still a quarter of your life. You know, why do you want to do with that? I mean, in your final days, do you wanna look back and say, you know, that last quarter that could, yeah, I sure didn't do, you know, I didn't do much mm-hmm. with my life. I don't wanna be that person.
0: I no. want to well, the, you
1: won't be. Oh, I won't. <laughs> I wanna be that person that down to that last crumb, I lived a full and meaningful life, you know, that helped others, that inspired others. And you know, anybody can inspire anyone. I mean, as a mom, Absolutely. you can inspire your children. Absolutely. Well, and I think, I think that there is content
0: that exists like this about taking care of yourself and working hard for my age, for right. my generation. Yeah. But I think, I mean, I think, you know, I have friends that are in their, in their late forties, early fifties, yep. late, yep. 50, you know, and I, there is this, for some of them, there is that sense of, well, eh, yeah, whatever. Let's just try you to know. all day and, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Uh-huh. And I just think it's so incredible and inspiring that, You know, yes, you had been working at this, you know, for years and years and years, but that you really hit your stride when a lot of people kind of like throw, not throw in the towel, but are kind
1: of like. Oh, no, you're right. Throw in the towel. A lot of people would just say, just forget it. I'm going to the beach. You know, Rattles by Lori was a good try. You know, I'm out of here. You know, a lot of people, most people would have actually, but they would have. But mm-hmm. as you know, I did. I hit my stride at fifty. You know, mm-hmm. and, and like I said, a lot of bad things happened to me in my fifties too. Right. Like I with breast cancer, falling on my face, that nine eleven. I mean, it was just one thing yeah. after the other after that. But you get around it, you know. You figure yeah. out how to get around it and work around it, just as we'll all do with this crazy COVID and you know all right that sort of stuff. Uh, but yeah, yeah, my stride yeah. came later. My it I, well. Like, and I have to tell you that it, that inspires
0: me immensely, you know, that, because it is kind of, that's kind of what culture tells us. And that the reality is someone, I can't remember who it was. I read somewhere. They were like, they said, your twenties is for figuring out what your passion is. Your thirties right. are for honing it. Your forties are for doing it and your fifties are for thriving in it. Right. And what, you know, and and it continued from there. (laughs) Yeah, it continued from there. I can't remember the rest of it. Uh That if we really had that mindset, and so I just really love that you're, you're like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to sit down and shut up. Actually, I'm going to write a book. Yeah, And like, (laughs) I'm
1: going to tell people. I'm going to get all this off my chest, you know? Exactly. I did have, in, in the opening part of the book, I've had so many women speak to me when I told them about writing the book you know and Mm -hmm. I'll be talking to them just like at a dinner party because I love to talk and I'd be like you know I'm writing a book and are your children grown yes they are we're you know kind of getting into that empty nest or they're in college that's a Mm bit that's a big time too you know Mm -hmm. they're graduating high school they're going to college that's when kind of you start feeling a little disconnect with your world and um anyway and and they just are they'll one lady just grabbed me by the hand i was in dallas and she's like speak for me Seek mm. for me i mean i got cold chills from the top of it. I, I felt so much pressure after that yeah you know? but i feel like there's so many women out there that want to discuss this you know that want others to to listen to them and how they feel and they want to feel fulfilled mm-hmm. and how do we feel fulfilled you know that's what we have to figure out what is your passion and what makes you happy you know i'm not saying go out and just divorce your husband or anything like that no No, yeah i'm saying not at all i'm saying just but you are going to be a much better wife and mother if you find out what makes you happy
0: yeah and you've uh, you've made that very clear that it's not go do whatever makes you happy it's that sometimes the thing that you're passionate about is going to be really hard you're gonna have
1: to stick out hard days,
0: but it's worth it. Yeah. And your I love your passion that. could
1: be right in front of you. You may yeah. be living your passion right now and you Missing just don't it. realize it. Are you appreciating that it's your passion? Yeah. No, it could be right, it could be smacking you in the face. You don't even realize Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: So before we wrap, we have to talk about say yes to the dress just a little bit. Absolutely. Let's do just it. Just a little bit. Let's go. So okay, what tell me one of like the craziest stories i know you have to have a ton
1: i have so many crazy stories lord oh my lord okay one of them we had a bride that came in and she brought her mother and her sister okay she met the guy online she mm-hmm. had never seen the man or seen a picture of the man okay mm-hmm. so we're buying a bridal gown mm-hmm. and we're going to walk Down the aisle and meet the man and see the man for the very first time at the end of the aisle. Not kidding.
0: kidding. Did you follow up? How? Yeah, they
1: they filmed it and and they filmed the woman too, and and she had no idea. I mean, somebody could have been standing in for him. She had no idea what she looked like. One thing about our show, I will tell you this: it is a hundred percent reality. Oh yeah. When Monty and I walk upstairs, like people, you'll think, oh, they're faking mad. No, they're mad. I yeah. mean, there's are no doubt about it. <laughs> oh yeah. You're like, we don't have to make this up. We don't have to, uh, they don't have to play. And no. it, there's cameras all over. Do you hear my dog scratching on the door? Chloe, There, there's cameras all over the, the store. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking people, there's cameras that they completely forget forget yeah you're so involved in getting this dress and and speaking their word and speaking their mind that they completely forget you know what that there's cameras and it's going to be angered yeah. and you know what they said it's a crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> hold on one second okay sorry about that that's okay um so okay last one what would you say the biggest lesson you've learned In being on national television?
1: The biggest lesson I've learned in being on national television? Well, um, it it really changes your world. Mm -hmm. For me personally, it really changed my world. But I think that the best thing someone said to me was you've got to remain true to yourself you've always got to be yourself and say what you say on reality television. It's not scripted. So, yep. you know, you need to, it, it's not going to be successful unless you're you. Right. And so, you know, like, and and I that. could not fake yeah. being best friends. I mean, we right. talk five, six times a day, every single day, you know, that's mm-hmm. not something that you can pretend. So right. you've got to be true to yourself and you've got to be you. I think yeah. that's, you know, my best advice, it's just an, what a wild ride. I never in a million years. I am no actress, obviously. And, um, I never in a million years thought we would be on as long as we've been on, but you know, Yes, you did. But yeah, I did did. think Yeah, you're right. I did know we would be on as long as we would be on, but I didn't. If I look back 20 years ago, I didn't think I'd be on television. You know, I did. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well,
0: I love it so much. I can't wait. I just got a digital copy of Say Yes to What's Next, so I can't wait to read it. I have it on my Kindle. I can't wait for you Um, to read it. Tell people where they can can get a copy of it and where they can follow along with you. Sure.
1: if you'll go to com, you can order the book right off there. It links you to all Barnes and & Noble and Amazon right. and all those sort of places. The book comes out July 14th. Yes. So I'm really excited. I'm going to have a busy yeah. July. Yes. Um, I, but I'm so excited. I mean, it's really been a dream of mine to write a book. And I just feel like right now, the title is so relevant for all of us. Absolutely. I mean, it's just spot on. We all need to be looking at our what's next. You know, we mm-hmm. everybody, all women. So yes. I'm just super excited about it.
0: Well, I'm so excited for you and mm-hmm. I know it's going to do so well. And like that woman said, you're speaking for an entire group of women. I, I think that that's, mm-hmm. And you're you're speaking for them and you're speaking to a lot of us who are
1: coming up behind you. Exactly. We need to
0: learn these things now. So we so, can be
1: your example to follow. Exactly. You know, that's what exactly. we need to be. We need to be the generation that says, hey, it's okay to go take care of yourself. And exactly. it's our right to do that, you know, and it's yeah. okay to follow your passion. Absolutely. We need to set the example. It. Oh, I love it so much. Thank, or, you. thank you so much. This is such a great conversation. Oh, so fun. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. That's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Crappy Christian Podcast. And hey, by the way, if you super loved it, can you go leave a five-star review wherever you're listening? That'd be awesome. All right. See you next week.